Hello everyone and welcome to the new episode of World Designer. Today with us um, is Valentina Leonor Velarde, who is a lead designer at Easy Digital Solutions. I'm very pleased um, to welcome you to our podcast. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, great. Um, how are you? Um, it's a pleasure to, to, to be here with you today. Yeah, it's a pleasure for me too. I'm, I'm very good. How are you? I'm, I'm very, very, very good as well. Thank you. Um, here's some information about you um, for our listeners um, to get you know better. Um, you are from Bolivia, um, but you are currently living in Barcelona. Um, you have spent at least four years working as a UX UI designer, um, conceptualizing and crafting digital products and working on the end-to-end um, experience, mostly in the startup environment. So in total, um, you have at least eight years of experience working in the tech industry and went through a lot of phases, like a web designer, um, the aspiring front-end developer, or the UI designer. Am I correct? Yeah, that sounds about right. It's a very long introduction, but I will explain more about my uh, my path later, which is kind of unusual. Okay, okay. So um, cannot wait to 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 hear it. Um, also, in today's episode, we will learn among other things um, what is the situation of designers in Bolivia, South America versus Europe, differences um, in the design market, cooperation between the designers, uh, how it should look like. And if you need, do you need coding skills in design? So lots of interesting questions um, ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Great. So let's start with um, first um, short questions. Um, Valentina, what inspires you the most at the moment? Um, is it a book? Uh, is it uh, some particular Instagram account? Maybe a movie or maybe a person or anything else? Yeah, this is the the hardest question for me because uh, I'm always inspired by different things. But currently, I'm taking a break from inspiration. So this is really the hardest question of the whole episode, I think. Uh, Currently, I'm trying to become a mentor because I think that's something that is lacking in Bolivia. There aren't a lot of UX designers, so... I wanted to become a mentor. I found this website, ADP List, and I joined. Just today, I received uh, an email that says that now I am an official mentor on that website. So I'm very happy for that. I am very inspired right now to uh, help other people, especially in speaking in Spanish-speaking countries, hopefully, to become UX designers and understand uh what is it that we do and how to become a better UX designer? So yeah, I'm very inspired by that at the moment. And from visuals, I know it's not a visual thing. I'm taking a break a little bit of visual things because I'm always uh, doing so much, watching a lot of TV shows well, and watching a lot of uh, Instagram accounts and beautiful designs from all over the world. So I'm taking a break right now, actually. So um. Just to be clear, so now you become inspirational for the others, right? To your other younger colleagues, if may say that. Or maybe not even younger, but, but any, anybody else, right? Hopefully, yes, hopefully. That's great. That's really great to hear. Um, so can you, can you tell us at the beginning of, of, of our um, chat, how did your journey adventure with the design start? 
Yeah, so I started graphic design and actually I wanted to study arts, but uh, it's, it's very uh, difficult to do that in Bolivia. They always tell you that you're gonna, that you're not gonna make any money. So I, I always liked working with, with visuals. So I decided to study graphic design and it was great. It lasted for four years. And then when I graduated, I joined an advertising agency because it's the typical thing for graphic designers in Bolivia. And while doing that, I realized that I didn't really like (laughs) what I did. So I was, uh, for the solution for me at the moment was actually changing careers. I thought that that was the next move. And I always loved computers and technology. So I thought about becoming a developer. So I was looking for places to study. I, I joined an, it was a small place. It wasn't like university because I wasn't ready to do that again. But I started learning uh, programming for front end. And I started very quickly working as a freelancer for doing like small websites for friends, for small businesses. And I couldn't help but to focus also on the design part. So I did both things a little bit, like the front end, uh, the, the back end sometimes rarely. <laughs> and the design part. And I realized that people were getting, uh, were contacting me to work together. And it was usually because of the design, not because of my programming skills. And in fact, uh, a lot of them started calling me like, oh, we want your designs. You're not gonna be part of the uh, developing, but we want your designs. I was like, okay. So I gradually started becoming more a designer again. Yeah, until I discovered UX and UI and fell in love again with design. So I'm back to design. I'm very much a designer and I love it. But I was, I don't know, I was running away from it for a long time. I don't know why. So you didn't like it? Um, because you, you, it's like a huge change, right? Swap from the art to become an engineer, if I say like that. Um, yeah. So it was difficult for you because I assume that you don't have a... Um, a tech background, if I say like that. So you had to learn everything from the from the scratch, right? Right. But it, I didn't feel so hard. Like I, if you start with the basics and I always loved uh, technology. So I always was like, you know, the typical opening my computer up to see what's inside. So it wasn't like so... I, I know it doesn't have to do anything to do with programming, but I it wasn't that hard for me to understand when I came across... Uh, HTML or CSS or some things. It wasn't that hard, honestly. I it just came out kind of uh, simple. So you have a talent, in in other words, right? <laughs> I I'm not sure, but it yeah, but it was a natural. I was always very inspired, also by by coding. I think it's very like uh. Mm-hmm. And you change right after that in hundred degree again. And then not not really because it's, it's I still do uh, digital stuff, technology related stuff. So I don't think that I stopped uh, at all. But it's related. It's very much related. So I still do both a little bit. Even I even do some style revisions from time to time because it's something that is very needed. So it's it's not like I changed all over again. Um, I just mixed things up. Okay, okay. So now, but um, what is the the main, you know, 
work which you do on your daily basis. You are focusing on the design, right? And that tech aspects, it, it just fill in your daily tasks, right? Or you do that for, for fun, for pleasure, just to stay um, up to date with the technology um, side to side with the design. No, I, I don't uh, do any development anymore, but um, as a lead designer, I'm leading designers. So it's also the, the visual parts, but I'm also leading the UX engineer, which is someone that is making sure that the our design system that we design on Figma, it's coming across and looking the same in the in the styles. So I'm always working with him. I'm making uh, revisions and stuff. So I still am familiar with what he's doing. And I'm glad that I know what, what he's doing. I, I know a little bit. So I can like actually lead him better. Yeah. So it's very helpful. <laughs> it is. Such um, experience and, and background. That's, 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 that's interesting. Like I said, you are from Bolivia. So I would like to mix uh, a topics a bit today. Um, so you work now from your work and live um, in Barcelona on a daily basis. But currently you work um, for a Bolivian company, right? And mm-hmm. can, you, can you tell me how are these two markets differ from each other? How it looks like from your perspective? To, to markets Bolivian and, and, and Spanish one or Barcelona because Barcelona is, is not, you cannot say that whole Spain is like a Barcelona. Barcelona is different than, to, the, to the rest of this, of this <laughs> country, right? Mm-hmm. So I never really worked with uh, the European market yet. So I wouldn't be able to tell a lot of difference, but I was applying for jobs recently and I can tell some differences. First of all, of course, the salary <laughs> that is uh, way higher but also it was very impressive to see that companies knew so much so much about the role like what a ux designer should be doing or does and that was very interesting in my opinion also very uh, inspiring because in in bolivia the difference is probably that you go to a company they might hire you because they heard that ux is uh, trendy or that is needed but no one actually knows what we do. And when you go in, usually you have to explain what you do. You have to uh, convince other people that why, why you have to do research, why you have to do testing. So it was very impressive to me to see that the job descriptions listed everything that I want to do and that everything that I should be doing. And that's the main difference. So can I say that in Europe, the, the, I mean, the, the European companies um, they are hiring people and I mean experts UX UI designers um, knowing what they really can do and what benefit they can provide to the product to the company where Bolivian one not really do that it's more like a feeling or hunch or how it how it works how, how we can describe that yeah so usually uh I think it's more common to hire UX designers in the startup environment in Bolivia. And it's mainly because it's very, uh, I think it's very trendy to talk about user experience with new products and startup and investments. So everyone wants their UX designer, I feel. Maybe sometimes, because I have gotten offers that 
I could tell that they had no idea what I what I was supposed to do, but they wanted me anyways because they heard that I was a UX designer and there aren't many. And I was working already with other startups, so they were very interesting. And they were like, okay, so we already have a product. It's already developed. It's already done. We just need you to uh, make it pretty and do your work. And I was like, no, but, but the product is ready and it's about to launch. So it's that's not what I do, but it's in Bolivia. There's a lot of, a lot of times you have to be explaining what you have to do and why you are doing that. And that, I think that would be the main difference. So they become more conscious right now, because it's, it's like a rapidly growing market um, of the startup. This is, this is what I hear now from you. Um, so probably next couple of years, um, they become more, more macho and, um, they're going to design the products in that way, how the Europe or other rest of the world do, right? So first that um, design part and after that, um, the implementation. Yeah, hopefully. I, I think that will happen. I think there are a lot of young people interested in becoming UX or UI designers in Bolivia right now. Uh, but they're just like starting, they're studying. So there aren't many mid-level or senior designers, UX designers, but there, there's probably a lot of people studying that right now. So there's going to be much more, the, there's going to be a lot of competition. And I guess that way you have to know who you're hiring and what you're hiring them for. Yeah. Um, Valentina, you said that... Um... You're gonna start a new position um, shortly um, in for one of the um, greatest German companies. <laughs> um, so we are not able, obviously, to say who it's going to be right now. But can you say? Can you share with us your experience? How is it to um, to find a job um, in Europe, in in Germany? Um, also comparing to the to the Bolivian market. Yeah, so it, it is very different. My experience uh, getting a job in Bolivia is very, I was very lucky and also it's also very funny. I've, I've gotten every job that I applied for in my life, always, until I came to Europe and the competition was real. So I, it's very simple because there's, there aren't a lot of users, uh, user experience designers. So there probably wasn't much to choose from. So when I applied, it was very straightforward, like one interview and the next week I was in. And that was what happened usually. So I was very used to that. You know, I can switch jobs whenever I want to. And it's going to take me a week until I tried in Germany. I was like, I was going to try. I I like Berlin. I think it's an interesting city. So I'll try. And I was impressed of how many steps there are and how many other people are applying for the same thing. So it was it was very interesting. It's also very tiring. That's why I'm currently like taking a break because I I applied for a lot of places. Of course, I had to do my portfolio, which is one of the biggest pains for designers. It's always mm -hmm. very hard to uh, say and put everything you are on one place. But it was very tiring, but also very challenging, which is good. Like they gave me design tasks. They asked me a lot of things about my process and it's something that I love that I had the chance to actually talk to people about what I do, which doesn't happen very often. So it was fun, of mm -hmm. course, very tiring, but very fun. So you did invest a lot of energy. And um, on the other hand, you did learn a lot, right? Obviously. 
from there. Yeah, uh, and, it, and it does take a lot of time because it's been like, uh, I don't know, like two months and the hiring process is another two months. So I'm like, wow, this is <laughs> this is taking a long time. A but long time. Yeah, <laughs> compared to Bolivia, yeah. Yeah, but you've got it. You've got it. And um, soon um, you can, you know, create something beautiful and useful, right? In, for your new employer. Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy to start soon. Um, I'm really happy to hear it. I'm really happy. Um, Valentina, what education for the designers um, looks like in Bolivia? Let's assume that um, I want to learn the, um, design and live in Bolivia. Um, where should I start and what um, are my possibilities are? I think a very good idea would be to study graphic design, honestly, because I think all the bases for in graphic design, regular graphic design, like uh, typography, colors, are very helpful with also with UX design, UI design, especially. So if there's the possibility to study graphic design, I would. There is this new career that is digital design that just opened. So that might be a really good possibility too. I haven't looked into it, but uh, it's, it's digital design. So I'm guessing it's a lot more uh, related to UX design and UI design. And also, of course, a lot of uh, teaching yourself to do things and looking for videos, looking for articles, looking for uh, courses, even free courses. There are a lot of free courses. I've done some. And just creating your own path, which I think is very valuable. I would stay away from the boot camps that promise you that you will become a UX designer in two months and have a job because I, I've taken a lot of different courses for UX design and then sometimes they tell you different things and you're not really sure what is best until you apply what you've learned so what was very interesting to me is to do one small course and then apply what I learned and then do another one and reapply what I learned or improve so I think the fact that there isn't a place to study UX design in Bolivia actually gives you the chance to create your own path and your own career and that's very valuable too it's very interesting so there are a lot of options you know like in interaction design foundation or udemy or uh, coursera there are a lot of options but you just have to find what's best for you and which uh, process you agree more so i i would really recommend that of course the main thing is would be to speak english because there are some courses in spanish but there aren't, yeah, there aren't as many. And the best content in tech out there is in English. So I would really recommend that. So go to online um, courses, right? Online studies. That's, that's the best approach. Yeah, always. And consume a lot of things like articles, videos, uh, blogs, accounts, Instagram accounts. Just, uh, I don't know, start breathing UX. <laughs> that is the best option, but it's, there are options. Of course, it's a little bit harder, but like I said, it has its benefits. And um, you said that because that's very interesting to hear. Um, you've done a lot of homework, right? Um, you were, like you said, you were studying um, some courses online and you try to apply that on the live product, right? Um, but did you have any colleagues um, more experienced or any other in the team who you can conform 
your ideas with? No, that that was that was the hardest part for me actually. That I never worked. Uh, I mean, I had mentors, but it was more on the business side or marketing side or even uh, tech side, which is great because I did learn a lot and I learned a little bit of everything. But not really a UX designer, someone that does the same thing that I want to do in the future uh, to work for or to learn from or to talk to. I never really had that. So that was uh, one of the main things, the reason that I wanted to come to Europe also because I I'm hoping that I will be able to share with other UX designers and learn from other UX designers. So now you're going to have a, a great opportunity or maybe they're going to have a great opportunity to work with you. Maybe your work on OX and experience is so good that um, you're going to be a leader shortly, right? Um, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Valentina, um, we did mention that... that Do you prefer working on the new products, new projects, or developing existing one? Um, I know that that you said that you you have um, done a lot of startups, but have you had a chance to work with some products who are already many many years on the market and try to add, change, improve some some design aspects? Yeah, I think I worked with both and it depends i like both but recently i've been working more on a new product that is easy the one you mentioned and it's very uh it's very rewarding to be able to do everything because when you start in a startup you're probably the only designer at first so you you become a ux designer a ui designer brand designer marketing designer and everything that the company needs and that gives you a lot of freedom and a lot of opportunities so that's great it was also very hard at first and very um why, why is well, that why is that why, why it is so difficult compared this, to next, you know? yeah there are some reasons for example this is probably a south american thing but there wasn't always like a Uh, money involved so it was at first it was of course I was working because I loved UX and and because I really believed in the project and I liked it so that was for some time that took some time and also because you have to make a lot of decisions and sometimes you have to uh, make these decisions by yourself and that's very hard because it's an actual product that people are actually using. And it's very uh, stressing, very stressful to know that that was your decision. Sometimes it, it goes very well, but sometimes not so well. And it was your decision. So it, it's very tiring, but it's, it's the best way to learn. But right now, I, the, the job that I'm starting soon, it's on a product that it's already launched. And... Yeah, I guess it's going to be a lot more stable, which is something that I can appreciate right now at this moment of my life. But maybe after some years, I will want a new product again. So it depends. So here, yeah, it's, it's, it's stable, um, but you're going to have a, probably a bit less space for testing, right? Um, right. I would like to hear from you because you said that being a leader right um it's about making a decisions can you share with with me the best 
and not very best decision which you've made, which um, later was touching the end user or company. Some funny story about that. <laughs> uh, I let me think. Maybe a good decision is always when I stand up and uh, want to do the things for the user. So there's always these meetings with uh, business, with marketing, with tech, with everyone involved. And sometimes it happens that the the uh, the startups can become very uh, featured-centered, like they want more features yes. and want more features. And a good decision for me was standing up for my team and for the users and say, no, let's finish what we already have and let's improve what we already have because we can actually make this better for the user and easier and friendlier and with a lot less uh, bugs. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a good decision. And I would say that a bad decision was the opposite, like just saying, yes, you know, like, uh, can you do a new feature for next month? Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, and so that's usually not the best uh, decision, but nothing specific that I can think of right now. Yeah, so you have you have um, very mature approach, and um, you are challenging the same cases which I do on on my daily basis in the current product, um, which we do. It's like um, there is some expectation about new features, new and new and new. Um, however, we still have um, um, we're still working on stabilization the the product. Um, we are still making our research if, if this is what we already what we already done. Is it um, reaching the expectation right? Is it usable for the for the for the um, end customer? So it's not about chasing the new features all the time. It's, it's more about delivering something less, but in the better quality. You may say that. Yeah, totally. And sometimes you have to um, fight a little bit, you know, for for everyone to agree that you need to improve some things. And I had to do it. I I was much more quiet at first in the company, but then I started speaking up. So we are sharing same values and same same approach. Yeah. Hope that we're gonna have a chance to work together soon. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, do you like working with designers with other designers? Yeah, I really do. Like I said, I haven't had the chance to do that a lot, but I I had to work with junior designers a lot. And it was a surprise for me because I didn't know this was happening. I got hired and it was very, a very small company and I didn't know I was getting junior designers to lead. So it was uh, like a surprise and not something that I was looking for. So I, I improvised a lot, honestly, because I didn't know how to be a boss or how to lead. But I knew some things uh, like what not to do. <laughs> so I started from there and like trying to be more a mentor type uh, than uh, than just a leader or, or a boss, like a regular boss. So asking what, uh, what they want to learn, what they want to do, what they enjoy doing more. So I started uh, enjoying a lot working with other designers and I also learned a lot from them. So, and, and having conversation is very fun, like discussions about uh, what do you think is going to be better or having different hypotheses for a solution. That's also very fun, like being able to 
test different things. And if it's a healthy environment, which is something that we all look for, mm -hmm. it's going to be like super fun the, that which hypothesis uh, got better results and we compare and we see what others did better. So yeah, I tried to create that environment. So it's like playful and fun. Mm -hmm. But that's my experience working with other designers mainly. And what, um, how do you think is this going to be similar um, in your new job as well? Like, a, this is what you wish to um, see and experience, like a um, very internal, very friendly, playful um, competition. Yeah, hopefully. So uh, I'm. I'm going to enter a team that it's going to be very few designers. So I'm not sure yet if I'm going to be leading anyone or who is going to be leading me, but I'm very hopeful that it's going to be fun. I'm open to that. I like, I really like being mentored and mentor. So I think it's going to be like that. I'm very hopeful. Right. So let's see. <laughs> yeah. Um, Walter, do you have any tips for people who want to start their career in the design? This is, we already touched this um, topic a bit, um, but if you, if you can extend it a bit. Yes, the easy way is probably to study graphic design, like I said, but there are many, many ways. And if you really like design, you probably will do your research so you will google a lot of things like where you can study even even for free at the beginning if you're not sure you can do some free things to make sure that it, this is really what you want to do and there are a lot of options like I, i i wish there were as many options when i started studying because there is a lot and yeah that's very important that you uh try to find your own ways of learning I think that is very important. Also looking for uh, other people who are doing the same and engaging in conversations with them if possible, reading articles. Like just, uh, I think whenever I meet a designer, it's always like, a, it feels like a cult. <laughs> Sometimes like we're very passionate and we just want to talk about it. And we follow every uh, Instagram account and we read every blog. So Yeah, maybe that's that's a good way. Not becoming obsessed, of course, with design, but actually, uh, it is not just uh, a job. You know that that you can like turn off your head. You're always a designer every every hour of every day. So just start uh, reading about it, learning about it, looking for places to learn online. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that would be it for, for any designer, even UX or brand or packaging, mm -hmm. any type of designer. So it's just like a, just, just looking your own path, right? Yeah, that's what I would say. There's always a possibility to studying, but in Bolivia, there is graphic design and there, we don't have like interior design, I think not yet, or industrial design or other things. So it's always a good base, but it's not a must. It's not a requirement. You can learn mm -hmm. other other ways. Yeah, because that that's very interesting. Um, and how was it in, in your case? Because there's um lots of different specializations, like that. Like like you said, you can um, become a industrial design. You can be a brand designer. Um, you can be a UX, right? How was it for you? It was a conscious um, decision or was like a some kind of natural way 
flow steps which you've done? It was very natural and I got lucky because the, the career is, it gives you a little bit of everything and then uh, you should decide which way you want to go. So I learned a lot about editorial design, which I still do sometimes for friends because I have a lot of friends that are writers and I love making their books because I love book design. That's something that ex inspires me a lot. Also magazine design that I haven't done so much. But you learn a little bit of everything and then you're supposed to do uh, to see what you do with your life next. So for me, it was very natural. Like I I never like had it, it had the idea of becoming a UX designer because I didn't even know that it existed, honestly. So I just like I said, I studied graphic design, but I didn't love it at first. I also loved uh, technology, so I started studying development. And without knowing it, I was doing UI design for a very long time, but I didn't know what, what it was really. It was for me like some uh, type of design, probably web design. I didn't know what to call it <laughs> until I started working in a company and they were like, oh, uh, so you know a little bit of UX design. I was like, what? <laughs> what is that? And yeah, that I went home and I Googled and I was like, wow, there's this thing that is... Uh, focused on the user and then blah 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 and I started learning and it was, I was very lucky I also didn't know that it was going to become a trendy thing so I, I just wanted to do UX design because I was pretty much already doing a lot of things a lot of the process and I wanted to do it better but after a few years especially with the pandemic it became very trendy and now it's very uh, I see a lot of job postings for For UX design, I was like, wow, I guess I got lucky because I never thought of that. I, I didn't think I was going to be getting a lot of offers. Yeah. So it's like a discovering. Um, yeah. Board. So, uh, so I, I think that this is, this, this, this is a big gap, right? Which, you, which should be covered in some way. Because um, comparing to me, I, I have graduated the University of Technology, right? IT. And what I have learned over these many, many years um, is the study gave me the overall information about how many different um, specialization can be um, in the IT. So you can be a um, hardware developer, a hardware designer, uh, you can be you know, software designer, um, how the math can be used um, in, the, in the IT. So there's lots of lots of informations um, which, you, which I've got, um, I have learned having the study. Um, so I think that this this should be also some kind of I don't know part of the of the college in in Bolivia or something for for the young people, right? Just to to give them a I don't know the map of who you can be, what options you have on the plate. Yeah, and and I think they do that because they know that this uh, graphic design career is very general, so you can become many things after that. Or you can be a generalistic, but also you can be a brand designer, a packaging designer. So they give you all these possibilities. But the thing is that, and this was, I don't know, 10 years ago when I graduated, they probably didn't know that uh, becoming a UX designer was a possibility. So that's probably the reason why they didn't mention it or never talked about it. They probably do now, and they probably have some classes that are... Uh, Uh, towards that 
but I guess they just didn't know at the moment. And it was, yeah, I think it's a pretty new term, user experience designer is something very new, especially in South America. Yeah, true. That that's that's growing. That's very um yeah, rapidly growing um specialization in the in the design. Um Valentina, where do you see yourself in next I don't know, year or three years? Um what what do you think? Well, would you like to stay um with the UX or you would like to jump to some other I don't know um aspect of the design or Maybe you become developer again. <laughs> no, I'm I'm very sure that I want to stay in, in UX design. I I really like it, and I don't regret learning other things. I always try to learn also a lot about uh, business because it's very helpful for designers to know what they're talking about in business meetings. You have to, especially as you start going up as a lead designer. I had to be able to have a conversation with the business team and Mm -hmm. uh, marketing team. So I don't regret anything that I learned. Everything helps, but I want to stay in UX design probably. And I really like hands-on work. So I, I would never want to be the type of uh, position that is a manager and stops doing just uh, telling other people what to do, because I really like, I really like designing actually like uh, discussing this yeah, <laughs> discussing colors, no problem. And um, what do you think w- w- the UX? How this um, will evaluate? Is there a space in in some direction where this you know these processes can evaluate? Uh, what do you think? W- would that change that the UX in the next couple of years? Uh, do you mean evolve? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it will evolve, especially with uh, not just screens. So now it's very focused on phones and computers. But I always imagine the future that everything is going to be like like the Internet of Things, you know, like even my house is going to be smart. And that's also an experience, of course. So I'm guessing that I, I, there's many things that I have to learn. There are many things that I feel guilty for not knowing. For, for, for example, I'm not, I'm not an expert in crypto and I know that it's something that I should be learning, even though I'm not interested in working in fintech anymore. But I, I want to be aware and there are many possibilities for UX designers. It's not just going to be like screens and colors and apps. There's going to be a lot of things that involve experience, like cars, you know, like uh, smart homes, smart roads. I don't know. There's so many possibilities. And that's that is an experience. So I think we have a lot of ways to go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe in short future, we don't have to um, use the roads. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I have a one more last question. Um, if you could step into my shoes, um, what would you like to ask yourself that I didn't? Hmm. I think you covered pretty much everything, but I always like to talk uh, about the most important books uh, for designers. And I very shortly, it's just like the main book to read if you want to know more about UX is The Psychology of Everyday Things. 
uh-huh. uh, by Don Norman. And yeah, if you haven't, I, I think it's a very interesting book for anyone. I read it years ago, but I feel that I have to read it again because uh, it's like, yeah, the Bible for UX. And I think it would be very helpful for people in the non-UX teams to to read it because it's uh, it's very eye-opening and it has some uh, psychology-related things or product-related things. And yeah, I think that's, that is the most important book. I really like Don Norman and he also has a course on Interaction Design Foundation that is very interesting. And yeah, it's very inspiring too. I did it uh, some time ago and it, explains how to become a UX designer or a designer uh, for the 21st century, which is trying to focus more on many, many problems that the world has and trying to help or to solve them and not just joining a company that is not doing any good for anyone or the environment and just uh, do what they tell you to do. But we, as we creators of ideas, uh-huh we should be able also to create ideas to make the world a better place and make companies that are sustainable. So that, I think that uh, is a very inspiring person for UX design. And we are very lucky that he is uh, still giving webinars, uh, talking and making courses. So we have to use that. <laughs> and are you aligned with, with, um, with, his, um, I know, ideas, suggestions? Do you apply them on your daily basis? Is it something which is, you know, stay behind your head um, when you work? Yeah, always. Even even before, I. that's why I didn't like advertising because I was advertising for a car and that was my first job. I worked uh, with cars and I had to advertise cars that I... I didn't really like think it was doing any good for anyone. They were very, very uh, luxurious and expensive for no reason, just because they had a brand, a different brand. And I felt very uh, empty because I wanted to do something that was good for everyone. So I, I always had that, you know, that if I want, if I work in a place, I want it to be somewhere that is bringing something good for everyone. Of course, reaching the level that, Don Norman suggests like uh, it's very hard to get to and I don't intend to get there soon mm-hmm. like having a completely sustainable company and being a completely sustainable designer I don't see that happening for me anytime soon but I I always try I always think about that and I'm switching jobs and it's actually a company that it's uh mental health related yes. so that's very important to me that to know that i'm going to be making a product that is helping people mm-hmm. yeah so you you know how to i mean you learn probably how to do that right with with your with the guidelines which you inherited right yeah so just to, uh, improve a little bit and maybe when <laughs> when i'm uh, completely experienced and older i will do my sustainable project <laughs> maybe not yet so it's a very timeless um, book, right? For, yeah. For the designers. And is any other um, position which you would like to share with us, with me? Other books? Yeah, I don't remember the the, the, the writer because I'm I'm very bad at that. But it's uh, "Don't Make Me Think." Mm-hmm. 
I can search that right now, but it's a very, very good book for UX designers also. Okay. Yeah, Steve Krug. Steve Krug. Okay, great. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that's very good also. So it's like a must be um, in your designer library, right? Yeah, must. And my next book is UX Design Team of One or something like that. That is very, since it's a very common thing in South America to have a UX team of one, I'm going to read that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that, that's very interesting. Now, also, I, I'm, the, I'm the tech guy, developer guy, and um, there's lots of books which you can get um, right nowadays. Um, but it's changed. It's become um, invaluable in in year or two. And there's just few positions which, you know, deliver timeless principles of design um, architectures, right? Um, yeah, but there's, there's just few of them. So I, I didn't know that, that there's also few um, for, the, for the design. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. There are a lot more, but this is, these are the two that I can recommend, to recommend. right now. Yeah. Yes. Um, Valentina, thank you for sharing your knowledge um, and experience with our listeners. Um, that was really interesting. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you. Um, is there anything else um, that you would like to share with, with, with the listeners, with our audience? Um, I'm not sure. I think that's it. And yeah, if you're interested, I'll be mentoring in ADP List. So maybe you can look me up. Uh, with Valentina Leonor. I haven't opened my dates yet, but I will be. So if you're interested, uh, don't hesitate to look for me. Yes, great. Um, so yeah, please please find Valentina there. And um, where in other places people can find you, connect with you? Um, websites, social media? Yeah, so my website is valentinaleonor.com. So the same as, as my name, my two names, uh, and that's also my name on LinkedIn. That's also my name on Instagram. So, so everywhere the same. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to answer again. Thank you. It was really fun um, to, to talk to you and having you here, Valentina. Thank you. No, thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by Elite Crew, the software house that helps designers shape the world. If you need help with your project or want to consult technical matters, just drop us a message at EliteCrew.io. We'll be happy to help.